from Brown Cow Studios in Montana. This is News Nerds, the news podcast. It's Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, everybody, and a happy new year. We'll be covering the year of 2020, a year in review on this week's episode. The high points, the low points, and every point in between. Also, Congress approved a new COVID-19 relief bill earlier this week, but President Donald Trump demands $2,000 in direct payments to every American above the $600 proposed. Democrats applauded this decision, while Republicans don't. We also have a winner to our listener challenge. You'll find all this and more on this week's episode of News Nerds. I'm Ezra Graham, your host for this week's episode. Stay tuned. We have a winner for our News Nerds Listener Challenge that was heard in episode 28. Our winner is Barbara in Montana, and her answer was Dahlia and Leah. If you remember the last week's challenge, that's great. If you don't, it was name a six-letter flower that can also be used as a name. That's Dahlia. Then, inside of that word, there's another name. That's Leah. There was multiple answers for this challenge, and it was kind of easy, but Barbara has a cool one, Dahlia and Leah. This is what she said. Your guest Brian is a very good teacher, easy to listen to for a while. He is very informative. You ask good questions. Your podcast left me feeling hopeful as Brian extended his own hopefulness to us. On the, quest- on the question of your flower puzzler, I'm having a hard time not asking for hints. Dahlia ends with Leah, so it's not within the word. Again, no hints. Well, I accepted that, and for winning the listener challenge, she gets a 2021 calendar slash agenda to uh, for a great, great New Year's present, uh, and News Nerds uh, stickers and other gifts. So thank you to all of you if you entered our listener challenge, and we'll be back soon with another listener challenge with another prize. After seven months of waiting, a new COVID-19 relief bill has been passed by Congress. But Donald Trump has held this up by demanding $1,400 more in direct payments to every American. The funny thing about this is that Democrats, or Trump's rivals, like this idea, while Republicans do not want to pass this more extensive bill. On Monday night, Congress passed the $900 billion bill, with a resounding majority voted in favor of the bill. 92 to 6 was the final vote, 92 voting yes and 6 voting no. This is only the second COVID relief bill to be passed in the United States while the pandemic rages on. One problem that arose was that the bill was covered in 5,593 pages, an amount that made the bill virtually impossible to read in the latest hours of Monday. Let's talk about what the bill actually has inside of it. $600 is the latest number on direct payments. To be eligible for the $600, you must earn less than $75,000. Americans earning $75,000 to $99,000 a year will get less money, while any Americans earning more than $99,000 a year would not be eligible for this section of the bill. Unemployment benefits are extended in this bill with $300 per week for every unemployed American. The unemployment program uh, runs out of money in March of 2021. 
As the economy plummets, many Americans that rent their house or apartment that that as the economy plummets, many Americans that rent instead of buy their house or apartments, they are forced to leave their abodes. Twenty-five million billion dollars has been put forward to help people in need of rental assistance. This runs out on January 31st. Pfizer and Moderna have been granted the privilege to start vaccinating Americans, and Congress has set aside $68 billion for vaccine distribution. Republicans in Congress state that $20 billion of the $68 billion will be put forward to make vaccine doses 100% free to Americans. Republicans report that medical hospitals will have to alert Americans about unexpected bills three days before any scheduled events. This is aimed to end surprise medical billing. Um, the Paycheck Protection Program loans for small businesses will be extended with $284 billion put in that Congress put forth. Uh, and newspapers, TV, and radio, as well as nonprofit organizations, are now eligible for PPP. The transportation industry has been affected pretty hard in COVID, so this new bill also provides $45 billion to help this industry. $16 billion of the $45 billion will be for airline workers, $14 for mass transit, $10 for highways, and lastly, $1 for Amtrak. $13 billion will be for farmers and ranchers so they can continue to grow and produce crucial supplies. And public education will be helped with $82 billion and private K-12 education in the United States will be helped with an additional $2.75 billion. Congress also included a measure asked for by President Trump, making the cost of meals a deductible business price. And that's all that is in the COVID-19 relief bill that has, has brought up major concerns and major uh, major talk. But if you really want to read all that's in this COVID relief bill, there is a uh, there there you can find this this massive 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 COVID nineteen relief bill online um, and yes it is five thousand five hundred ninety three pages so almost six thousand pages so good luck if you want to read that. started as a somewhat normal year, but as the year went on, the world knew that 2020 would be remembered forever as a hectic, sickness-filled, and unpredictable year. The year 2020 will be remembered as a year that brought inequality in the U.S. into a spotlight, and a year with a worldwide pandemic, a year with perhaps the most disputed presidential election in history. A year with all of this and more. The month of January 2020 started as a typical January here in Montana and in every other place in the United States. The winds blew and snow came down from the sky. The neighborhood was full of the sound of snow shovels scraping on ice and asphalt. Everything was normal. Then on January 21st, the first case of the novel COVID-19 virus was confirmed to be in the United States by the CDC. Concerns about the deadly coronavirus officially hitting the U.S. Here's what we know. A Washington state resident fell ill after returning from Wuhan, China where the outbreak began. Officials now say more than 400 people have been sickened. 
and nine people have died. COVID-19 shaped all of our lives this year, and most Americans had to work around restrictions and everything else this virus posed. As the year went on, the COVID-19 pandemic progressed and inflicted marks on the world that may not be reversed for years to come. Just days after the first COVID-19 case was identified, the first death because of COVID-19 was, was reported and sent to Clara County. Meanwhile, the influential journalist Bob Woodward was talking to President Donald Trump about the COVID-19 pandemic. What Trump said was startling to some. Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob. It's just today and, and yesterday, some startling facts came out. It's not just old, older yeah, exactly. young people to plenty of young people. So give me a moment of talking to somebody, going through this with Fauci or somebody who kind of uh, it caused a pivot in your mind, because it's clear just from what's in on the public record that you went through a pivot on this to, oh my God, the gravity is uh, almost inexplicable and unexplainable. Well, I think, Bob, really, to be honest with sure, you... Sure, I want you to I be. wanted to... Uh, I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. This came as a number of Democratic leaders were criticizing Trump for not handling the pandemic as well as they had hoped. Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that so that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute. This went on for a year, but behind the scenes, there are people that fought COVID-19, some not making it out the other side. I'm going to tell you about eight people who died from COVID-19 and their stories. These are only eight out of more than 300,000 people whose lives have been taken away because of COVID-19. First, John Prine. John Prine, a singer and songwriter, was loved throughout America. He died because of COVID-19 this year. My favorite John Prine songs are Angel from Montgomery and Paradise. You can listen to a special News Nerds Extra about John in a link that will be provided in the show notes. Richard D. Liberto He was the son of an immigrant bricklayer. He was the chief photographer of the Frick Collection in Manhattan. This job was considered an upstairs job. He worked alongside curators and administrators, but Richard most liked to be downstairs with the custodians, maintenance workers, and gardeners. Bernice Silver Bernice died at the ripe old age of 106. She was a puppeteer and was only 4 foot 8. She died this year in April at a hospital in New Jersey. You can watch a video of her in 2015 by clicking a link in the show notes. In this video, Bernice was at the National Puppetry Festival in August 2015. Anne Sullivan Anne helped animate The Lion King and The Little Mermaid. These are two films that Disney created and are very popular. 
She died of COVID-19 at the age of 91. She began her work for Disney Animation Studios in the 50s. Dazan Marion, principal of the Brooklyn Democracy Academy, she was the first school employee, employee in New York City to have died from the novel coronavirus. Her school has 200 kids, all 16 years and older. The kids are divided into small classes. A survey from 2019 conducted by the Department of Education said that 100% of the school's teachers thought that Des and Marianne communicated a clear vision and set high standards. She was hospitalized on March 8, 2020, and she died when she was only 36. David Sokoff he went to prison for manslaughter, and recently he lived in a senior housing facility in the Bronx. David didn't talk much. Many people looked at his violent past, and many people were scared of that. But in a phone interview with his younger sister, she said that she wanted everybody to know that he was loved. Miss Sokoff, David Sokoff's sister, said that she and David were raised in a Jewish home in Brooklyn. Later, when David was in his 20s, his mental illness started to show. He lost his job, his marriage, and his home. He lived on the streets for 10 years, then he went to jail. He died because of the coronavirus at the age of 71. Marianne and Harold Wernig. As a couple, they were married for 67 years. They shared a strong bond. They died because of the coronavirus on the same day. Those are eight stories, only eight out of the 300,000 dead of the people who have died from COVID-19. Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd, only a few of many African-American people that were killed at the hands of white people. These names inspired both the young and old across the country to take up their signs and protest against the killings. This large movement spread across the world and soon places as far as Sydney, Australia, were participated in the Black Lives Matter movement. Racial tensions that have existed in the U.S. were resurfaced this year with the deaths of many black lives at the hands of police and other white people. Some police departments accused of this went through training to stop racial bias. Amid these times of racial tension, the iconic leader and congressman John Lewis died. He was 80 years old. My philosophy is very simple. When you see something that is not right, not fair, not just, say something, do something, get in trouble, good trouble, necessary trouble. As a member of the Georgia U.S. House of Representatives, John was a civil rights advocate and activist that helped pave the way to a more equal America. The climate crisis continues to progress across the world. This year, we saw massive wildfires in California that broke records for destruction in the area. At the same time, hurricanes ravaged across the, the coast of Florida, Georgia, and other southern states. The Atlantic hurricane season closed at a record-shattering 30 named storms and 12 of them making landfall in the United States. The 2020 year 
breaks the record for most named storms with the year 2005, previously holding the record with 26 named storms. By the numbers, 30 named storms developed in the Atlantic Basin, the most in any year in recorded history. 13 of these storms became hurricanes, and six became major hurricanes with winds of 111 miles per hour or greater. That's twice the typical number. And last, the 2020 presidential election. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> because of the pandemic, results for the presidential election came days after the usual next morning results. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won the presidency with 306 electoral votes. Donald Trump and Mike Pence lost their chance at a second term in the White House with only 232 electoral votes. These results are from the Associated Press. Joe Biden won with what Trump once called a landslide, but now Trump won't acknowledge that Biden has won the election. So, Trump has not conceded. This has led many Republican voters to follow his statement and deny election results. Trump said that Democrats used mail-in voting to alter the results of the election. Many Republicans have told Trump to concede the election. These Republicans say that Trump has not given enough evidence. On the left, a similar trend plays out. Joe Biden has denied that Democrats had any role in changing the results of an election. Across the country, new protests have shot up, with Republicans shouting things like, Stop the steal. 2020 was an unusually hectic year. Now we can hope that 2021 can be less of a mouthful. And it's now time for our geographical location challenge. So with first place in the United States, we have Virginia with 14, now 14% of all news nerds listeners. Now Virginia has shot up just at a very alarming pace, um, something that I have not seen any state ever do in the listener geographical location challenge. So... Virginia is now with 14% of all news nerds listeners. Congratulations to Virginia. And if you are in Virginia and you would like to give me a shout out, that would be great. I want to know if you are listening in Virginia or if you have any more questions or anything else, you can contact us on the website. That's newsnerdshost.wixsite.com slash podcast. With second place, we have Ohio with 10% of all news nerds listeners. Ohio's been getting quite quite up there as well. With third place, we have California with 5% of all news nerds listeners. 5% uh, behind Ohio. And Connecticut and New Mexico have been bumped off of the, the top three for a long time. Right now, they're tied for fourth place. Behind them, we have states like Florida, Texas, Utah, North Carolina, and more. Uh, and we also have new... Uh, international listeners, 96% of all our listeners are currently in the United States. It's great to have people from many different countries listening in. Like Norway, we have 2% of all listeners in Norway. Um, that's great. I love to see the international listeners. We also have listeners in Bosnia and Herzegovina, France, the Philippines. Uh, I know that we once had listeners in Australia and the uh, the 
I think it was India. Yeah, so um, maybe they're not pick this leaderboard is not picking up those countries, but thank you to all our international listeners too. That is so exciting to hear. And if you want your state or country to be in first place, tell your friends to listen to News Nerds. And that's it for this geographical location challenge. That's it for this week's episode of News Nerds. We didn't have any guests this week, but we will have some after this holiday season. I'm looking forward to some great guests that we have booked. You heard from me, Ezra Graham. I was your host for this week. News Nerds is on the web at newsnerdshost.wixsite.com slash podcast. There you can listen, and you can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. While you're on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a review or a rating. That always helps our ratings. That really does help us. So please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe for free on the website. Just click the subscribe free tab on the website and you just need your name and an email address and we'll send you helpful updates about the latest episodes of News Nerds. We'll be back next week with another informative episode of News Nerds. Until then, goodbye.